Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the second hour of the First Day Show. I'm Terry Stacy, along with Kylan Talley, who's producing the show. Thank you all so much for joining us today. What a beautiful, beautiful day. Clouds are rolling in, though. Wait a minute. Let me look again. I just I just saw sun. Now I've got a little cloudy overhead of us here on Monument Circle. It's going to be windy, that's for sure. I think we just heard 20 to 30 mile per hour winds maybe, maybe later this afternoon. It's a beautiful day. And, you know, Terry. What, Kylan? Oh, the roof and window are open at Lucas Oil Stadium. The roof is open. The window open at Lucas Oil Stadium for today's Colts game. Wonder if that could change because of the wind. You know, that might not be so good. Mm. Layer up anyways. Layer up. Especially if you're at Tailgate Town right now. Smells good in the air, thanks to all the tailgaters. In fact, joining us now is Marcy Schwegman. She's a proud member of the Blue Crew. Marcy, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? We're doing okay. We're thinking about all of you down there tailgating this first time around this season. Uh, Kylan? Well, I mean, we can hear a little bit in the background. How does it feel to be back over there with the Blue Crew in Tailgate Town? Um, actually, it's really amazing. It's um, the drummer show came out, and you know, the roof is open, <laughs> and there are tons of people here, and it's, it's a beautiful day. So we couldn't be happier. Well, we have been seeing Marcy a lot of Colts, or not? Uh, we've seen some Colts fans, yes, but we are seeing a lot of Kansas City fans. Are you seeing them too? I've only saw a couple of Kansas City fans. Oh, they're coming your way. They're making yeah. their way from the hotels down here on Monument Circle, yeah. and they're headed their way that way. How long have you been a Colts fan? Oh, God, 20 years now? Yeah. Are you from Are you from here in Indiana? Yeah, I'm from Greenwood, the south side. Okay. So you've been a Colts fan since they, since they got here. But it, really, oh, yeah. it, but it really is interesting. It's probably a member of the Blue Crew. You see that, you know, in these past years, it's really grown to the more people that move to our city, the more they bring the the, the T-shirts and, and they're cheering for other teams. And you're starting to see that blend of, of fans from other places. Are you seeing, do you kind of notice that too? Uh, well, we do. I We actually belong to this tailgating hall of fame. That's kind of this network of tailgaters from all over the place. So every once in a while we'll get people from other cities that want to come and join us because they're here for the game and they need somewhere to tailgate before the game. So tailgaters are just nice people. I mean, they they love their teams, but they love the camaraderie and everything of tailgating. So yeah, we'll, you know, and we always see a lot. If there's Green Bay here, we see a lot of Green Bay people. The Bears are here. We see a lot of Chicago people. We also see a lot of Raiders fans too. And Raiders are here. <laughs> yeah. You know, you said the Tailgaters Hall of Fame. What is that? Um, there is this guy named Hans Steiger that started it years ago. He got a bus and he was. His goal was to go to all 32 stadiums and visit them, and then he just started this tailgating Hall of Fame. When he went to the cities, he went and found out who the best tailgaters were and just kind of started this thing, and you get, like, a little coin and a flag and just this network of people. So if you want to go, like, we're going to go to Vegas for the Colts game, so we're going to uh, we're gonna contact some of them and see if we can hang out with them before the game. So That's cool. That's really yeah. fun, Kylan. Does that change if you guys are having the main rivalry game between, like, the New England Patriots? 
Uh, we will always hate the Patriots. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, I don't think that will ever change. <laughs> so what are you cooking up today for the season home opener of Cold's oh, Game? What uh, are you cooking up? My husband smoked a pork butt, so we're having barbecue. Oh, man. We've got some queso dip. We have jello shots. We have fireball. <laughs> you know, tailgating is yeah. it's really, I, I don't think, Marcy, I've been here since the beginning, beginning of what, as well, when we got the Colts here to uh, Indianapolis. And I don't think we necessarily were so good at it in the beginning, but we've really come oh, a long I, way, right? Yeah. Do you kind of oh. remember that too? Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, we used to pull up with a, um, <laughs> a truck, pull the tailgate down, and just tailgate out of the back of it. Now we own an ambulance and like three <laughs> tents that 200 people can stand under and it's tables amazing. and generators, and it's ridiculous. <laughs> And everybody else, too. I mean, there's buses here and, and, a, and a, a fire truck. And, it's so yeah. cool. I just love it. Yeah. I just love it. Are, are, what are you really looking forward to, this first home game? I mean, there's really nothing like it, is it? No, there's not, it, it, Honestly, we, there are people that's so weird that we only see at this time of year. There are tailgating friends. Like, there are friends all the time, but this is when we see them because we're all adults and have jobs and kids and stuff. So this is, you know, 10 times a year. We can all get together and, and – re you know joy our friendship so yeah it's one of the cult it it really is one thing you know that you it does unite people is is sports in some sort of crazy way it really does unite you and i think that's what you're talking about that community it's pretty cool yeah marcy is with us absolutely yeah i mean we're all dressed alive (laughs) right right right. which what number are you wearing today marcy are you wearing a number I'm not wearing a number. I got this pretty new shirt that's sparkly with the Colts on it. Right, right. Yeah. It's awesome that the Colts finally, the NFL finally decided not long ago, really, truly, guys, not long ago, that it was okay they were going to start making clothes and apparel for women. And before that, we were all wearing, you know, like 2X men's jerseys, and somebody got smart. You know, uh, superstitions-wise, are you superstitious at all? Do you have something lucky that you have with you? No, we are not superstitious. Okay. I, I mean, not at all. Yeah, no. We don't have, like, lucky charms or anything. Yeah, we just enjoy the game. and Okay. And then I don't let my husband watch unless if we're kicking for the win because he made us lose <laughs> that last game, or the first game. That's superstitious, Marcy. You're superstitious. Yeah. <laughs> How many are with you? How many are tailgating with you right now? Um, I think we have about 60 people now. Is there really 60 with you? That's cool. Oh, and our dress and our Oh, yeah. That's so fun. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to let you go. You go and you have a good time. Kylan, do you have anything to ask you want to ask Marcy before we let her go? We had talked about the concert earlier of Clayton Anderson. Oh, yeah. Did you Clayton get to Anderson see that? Concert. Is it still going on? It, yeah, it's right next to us. He just started a little while ago. We can hear him. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's starting. And there's, oh, there are tons of people over in Touchdown Town. That's a great area if you don't have somewhere to tailgate. To go over there they you know they sell bud light cheap and there's all stuff kind of stuff for kids and then off and then the concert so yeah cool marcy you're a great reporter we're going to check in with you again we may check in with you every home game you're going to be our reporter oh, that, that would be perfect <laughs> have a you great time to, you just have to send a thing of fireball over <laughs> okay okay at okay. a girl all right listen marcy thank you you guys at the blue crew everybody have a great time it's going to be a great game and go colts
All right, go go. Bye. Bye. <laughs> you know what? If Marcy you are, she's so cute. She's yeah. adorable. She's I'm adorable. so happy she was able to give us just like a little peek into what we're we're seeing today. Yeah, it's fun. The, the tailgating. There's nothing like it. You know, we used to do a show there uh, in the ham and beans. We used to be in the ham and beans lot. Hearst Ham and Beans Lot, which is just south of Lucas Oil Stadium. And we did a show there every every Sunday, every Colts home game, and there was nothing like it. There's nothing like tailgating with everybody and the food and the smells, and it's just a great way to get started. They've been down there. Somebody said, well, nobody's going to be down there that early. And I said, they're, they're down sure there. Marcy started at 8 o'clock. They all started at 8 o'clock this morning tailgating oh down there. So, yeah. It's it's a part of the culture now. It's so cool. All Something right. else you'll see today what? also, the South Carolina State University marching band oh, yeah. is going to be performing this is your at halftime. Half yeah. This is your halftime. Here's a little taste of it. Love this. That just gets me hyped up. It's a up great halftime. Great halftime. Very professional. Can't wait to see them at halftime today. Me either. And, by the way, former IMPD... Christopher Wilburn will be singing your national anthem. He's so good. I've done it before. Chris Wilburn, national anthem, marching band at halftime. Concert right now. Concert right oh. now, free. Oh, Clayton Anderson. It's a good day. 1115, 93, WIBC. Ninety-three WIBC. This is first day with Terry Stacy. I'm Kylan Talley for National One Hit Wonder Day. Here's a one hit wonder. Like it? You spin me round like a record. And this is one of the only songs I know by Dead or Alive. And this song, it he used two different already existing songs as kind of inspiration to. How do you know all of this? You know what? You should have your own radio disc jockey show. (laughs) Oh, Terry. She knows about all the one-hit so wonders. It's amazing. I love being able to look at how they created their music and stuff. So he used the Luther Vandross song, the I Wanted Your Love, and then it took the Little Nell song, See You Round Like a Record, and then, Put I mean, he did take some of their lyrics. And he seems illegal. <laughs> Everything about that sounds illegal. I mean, it worked out for him. It <laughs> became a number 11 hit for the Billboard Hot 100. <laughs> Too much fun. Okay, okay, Terry. We can get into it. Well, there's been a little taste of autumn weather that we've had this week. And before we know it, fall break will be here. And it's not too late to actually start planning. Thanks to Sherry Lowe, the queen of free, queenoffree.net. Sherry, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm in the middle of this myself, and so I'm speaking from experience uh, past years and this year, too. I think everybody's trying to save every penny they can, especially when it comes to extras like fall break getaways. Yeah, fall break getaways, whether you're going to do a staycation or whether you're thinking about a week-long adventure, there are ways to save. Well, let's start by choosing a destination that has all kinds of affordable options around it. 
it because obviously we've got to spend money on gas or airfare to get there. We have to have a place to stay. And then once we get to a lot of popular vacation destinations, then there are, are all kinds of options like mini golf and museums and, you know, expensive destination entertainment attractions. So begin by starting on a visitor's bureau website here in Indianapolis. We have a fantastic one called Visit Indy mm -hmm. where you can actually usually find things like calendars of free events, concerts, coupons, some travel ideas, and more. So if you know where you're headed, head to their city's visitor's website and begin to kind of collect some data on what you can do in the area that won't cost you anything. And then also you remind us not to forget to check our rewards. Yeah, let's log into any hotel rewards accounts that you have. See how many points you've accrued. And if you can cash those in for a free night, this, this happened for us. Uh, last December, I just kind of logged in on a lark, and we were traveling somewhere where we needed to stay overnight in between our, there and our destination. And I was able to book a hotel room for free because I had some rewards points all stashed up. I have some other apps that I like to use, like Swagbucks and Fetch, and those are linked out on queenoffree.net. Check those rewards accounts, too, because you might be able to cash in those points for things like gift cards that you could use for dining or gas along the way. So let's do that now because it may take us a little while to get those if they're not digital. When I'm picking some place to go, whether that's an air using an Airbnb or whatever it may be, or a VRBO, whatever it might be, I always look to make sure that there's a McDonald's in the state <laughs> within, <laughs> within a driving distance. What are some other important, that may not be important to you, but important when choosing <laughs> lodging? Well, I'm going to say a grocery store or a big box retailer is right. at the top of the list. And that's because you for, you've forgotten something, right? Yes. And you want to try to at least eat, say, breakfast and all of your snacks at home. You want to buy a flat of bottled water for about the amount that you'd probably pay for one bottle inside of a destination somewhere. So let's do that and save a few dollars that way. Um, I think it's also great to stop at a grocery store as you're planning a road trip because you can stretch your legs and walk around and there's usually a seating area where you can eat and you can get a much better deal on food. And even if you're staying home for the week, I think it's smart to hit the grocery store at the beginning of the week, go ahead and spend a little bit more than you normally would to stock up on everything you need. Rakuten actually has hotels, too, as a part of their network for cash back. So if you're going to only get 1% or 2% back, it may not seem like much until you're spending, you know, three digits on a hotel bill. So I think you can really add up those dollars for savings, see if your hotel destination is on there. Your hotel destination, your Airbnb, your VR. Whenever I see a television commercial for Airbnb, they're always so good. It makes me want to go stay in a cave. There you can stay in a silo in northern Indiana. There's this great sure. silo that you could maybe go to for a week with a lake, and it's beautiful. Yeah, and I mean, even in downtown Indianapolis, there's a whole host of wonderful Airbnbs as well. So if you're staying close to home, out of your home, it's a great option that you could do that and you may want to reach out directly and contact a host especially if you've stayed somewhere before and say you know hey I've got 
a limited budget? Do you have any coupons available? The worst they can say is no, so it's always worth a try. And I see VRBOs and Airbnbs offer some great flexibility, especially, again, when it comes to preparing your own meals. So you may pay a little bit more for the hotel, but you're not going to eat at a restaurant for every single meal. It's one of those options that gives you some flexibility. Do you think you can save depending on what day of the week you go? A hundred percent, especially if you're booking hotel rooms, um, you know, they're going to be priciest on Friday and Saturday nights. So if you can travel Tuesday through Thursday, you'll likely save some dollars on those uh, rooms that you book. And the same goes for if you're going to book locally, you'll likely be able to save some money might be a great opportunity for the kids to be able to swim, you know, inside and enjoy the facilities of a hotel but pay less than you would on a weekend. I think it's a great idea, especially if you have a high school student and you want to begin kind of doing that search thing. Or if you're just going to visit a college student that you know, you can take them out for dinner. A lot of universities actually usually have hotels, too, on campus. And so I would definitely check those out. They usually come in at a much, much more affordable rate and include things like free parking, which is unusual if you're in an urban area. Sherry Lowe, the queen of free, queenoffree.net is our guest. And there are other options to do that don't cost you a whole lot of money during this fall break time. Check out the website, queenoffree.net, to find some free options as well as just some ways to save during this fall break time, which will be here before you know it. Sherry Lowe, the queen of free. I hope you'll come back in business next week, too. It's always a joy, Terry. Thank you. 1128 coming up, Chef Kelsey Murphy. She joins us next to talk about what she's cooking up for Colts fans today in her new restaurant at Lucas Oil Stadium. That's coming up next, 93 WIBC. Yeah, uh-huh. You know what it is, blue and white, blue and white, blue and white, blue and white. Yeah, uh-huh. You know what it is, blue and white, blue and white, blue and white, blue and white. Yeah. 93 WIBC, it is Terry Stacy. You know I am a fan of cooking shows. I love them all. And so I'm so excited to meet our next guest. Nearly a year ago, Fisher's resident and mom of three, Kelsey Murphy, took home season 11's Master Chef Trophy. And I thought we'd catch up with her before she opens the doors of her new restaurant at Lucas Oil Stadium. Chef Murphy, are you ready to cook for Colts fans? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for this opportunity. <laughs> I think fans are going to absolutely love it. You know, I think it would be interesting for somebody that may not know who you are. Uh, tell them where you learned to cook. Yeah, so I, um, you know, by trade, actually, I was a physical therapist in my previous life, I like to call it. Yeah. Um, and I learned to cook just, you know, from watching, honestly, food TV. I was like a food TV junkie. Um, in college and obviously grew up in a family who loved to cook but like honestly watching tv is where I like learned how to like master my skills and learn how to you know practice and just different techniques and I'm just you know a normal uh, you know home cook that's just I don't know, found something, a niche that she's really good at. Amazing. It really is amazing. I mean, where you came from, what you were doing, and now where you are today. And and people should know that once you were selected to be a contestant and filming started for MasterChef Season 11, you had a baby all in that time too, right? I did. It was quite a whirlwind. You know, we started filming pre-COVID. It got shut down during when COVID hit. Went home, um, I ended up getting pregnant, went back out and finished filming at 25 weeks pregnant, um, you know, in the middle of a pandemic. And so it was just such a crazy time um, of such, you know, 
just what everyone was dealing with. And then to add like a full-time reality show and a baby and and all those other things on top of it, it it was crazy. And and on top of even that, you sliced off the tip of a finger, if I remember correctly, too, didn't you? I certainly did. Um, And that, honestly, when I went out to film the show when I was pregnant, you know, the pregnancy was actually pretty rough and I was struggling and then all of a sudden I cut off the top of my thumb and I no longer felt the symptoms of my pregnancy because it was, it was, it was really brutal. Um, and what most people don't realize is we film consecutively. So like there's no breaks. So what looks to be like next week for you was literally eight hours later that I was back on set cooking um, oh after gosh. I had, you know, literally slice through the bone of my thumb. Oh, so, man. Oh, so my it, gosh. It, yeah, it's such like a different, um, you know, different beast when you're actually in there living it. Yeah, I can only imagine. I mean, really, you had, I mean, everything, it, it just was amazing. You just kept going and kept going. And when you applied to compete in the show, what did you want to do if you won MasterChef Legends? What did you, what was the goal then or what was the plan? Did you, or did you have a plan? No, there was no, no, there, there absolutely was not a plan. Um, (laughs) Even when I was like going over um, the contract before I went out there, um, my sister who is in the entertainment industry was helping me read through it. And she was like, oh, I mean, most of this you don't have to worry about because this is only if you win. (laughs) Um, And so like, there was never like that thought that I would make it this far so oh my gosh i yeah. love your story i love your story this is uh, chef kelsey murphy and chef kelsey she's an entrepreneur she's the winner of master chef season 11 she's the founder of inspo and we're going to talk about that now because you opened up your own restaurant at the fisher's test kitchen inspo in march what has been the biggest lesson you learned owning your own place once you decided i'm going to do this what's been the biggest lesson that you really have learned that it's a lot more work than you than it looks like from the outside, for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, you go to restaurants all the time, and it looks so seamless. Um, but there are so many moving parts um, to the restaurant industry and um, what actually makes a good restaurant run smoothly. Um, and it's definitely been a crash course for me in learning all this. And I've been so lucky to have, you know, supportive people who have been in the, in the industry for a while to kind of handhold me and help me through this um, because I, I honestly knew nothing about the restaurant industry. I just know how to cook good food. So um, there is a big difference between yeah. <laughs> cooking good food at home or like a couple plates and cooking for the masses. It's um, It's been a huge learning curve um, for me. And I'm, I think I'm finally getting there. Um, and obviously, you know, the food's getting better and better and people are are loving it and appreciating it. And um, yeah, I think it's a great thing for the city. You so. na- you named it inspo and explain why, what that means. Yeah. I, you know, when you think about opening a restaurant, um, a lot of people have like their niche and like, Oh, you know, I only cook this type of food or I want it to be this type of food. And I am just, I'm not at that place yet um, in my food career. I'm not at that place where I'm ready to say like, this is, me only you know this is what i'm my my best thing and what i'm best at um so i wanted it to be um a play on just things that have inspired me so a play on uh, you know inspo on inspiration of things that you know taught me how to cook things that you know in my travels that i i learned to love and what really you know sparked my interest and my love for food um and so at this point in my career it just seemed like the best way that would give me all avenues to kind of like change the menu cook what i want um, and just continue to evolve and then figure out, okay, 
you know, this is now where this is taking me. This is what has taken off and what I love to cook. And this is what I want to, you know, focus my career on. So um, I didn't want to corner myself yet. Well, I'll tell you, you wanted to inspire, if I remember correctly, you really wanted to inspire others to follow their passions. I keep thinking about opening up a cookie food truck and taking hey. it to college campuses. You know, and I've been at, in broadcasting for 37 years. And again, everything looks so easy from the outside. So I'm really doing my research and studying and making sure that I make a right move when the time is right. So this opportunity yeah. for you to expand inspo to Lucas Oil Stadium, was that an well, easy... Crazy, was right? you well, uh, that's my question. Was that an easy decision? No, definitely not. It was not. Um, I mean, it seemed like um, when the opportunity presented itself, like, of course, like, I'm going, I need to take this opportunity. Um, but it was also making sure, like, can I, can I do this? You know, do I have enough support? Do I have, am I ready to do that? Um, you know, you don't want to put yourself in a situation um, that's well above um, where you are. Um, but, you know, I thought long and hard about it. And, you know, I, I feel like I am I'm always able to tackle anything that I, I take on. And I think that's the big one of the biggest lessons I've learned that, like, you know what, this is too big of an opportunity. Like, you're good at working under pressure. Um, I know my strengths and I know that, like, if this means enough to me I'm not gonna let it fail so it was it was kind of a no-brainer at that point it's located right outside of section 132 by the crown royal blue room and largely in wall space that used to house gridiron grill in case you're looking for her and you will you'll find her will you just be open during the Colts games because there's a lot of other events at Lucas Oil Stadium oh yeah so I will definitely be open for any like large events that um, are happening at Lucas Oil Stadium as well Um, so it's not just for the Colts game. So um, that's the beauty of it. We can, you know, be open for all other events. If you don't happen to be a football fan, you you might still catch me at a concert or at um, other events that happen here at Lucas Oil. Okay. And so let tell everybody what, you, you're, what you're going you're to have to eat. Yeah. So the menu is going to be, we're going to have a Cuban sandwich um, that's served with fresh um, homemade kettle chips. Mm. Um, we're going to have two different types of wings um, that have really taken off um, at Instone Fishers. It's our Asian sticky wings. And we have a new smoked dry rub. Um, I call them our inspo wings. Um, they're fantastic. And those are served with a um, house-made ranch as well. Um, we have a sriracha mac and cheese oh. that has um, a pan- yeah, panko bread um, topping on it. Oh. Um, it's just the perfect amount of heat, um, but still has this, like, smoky um, undertones to it. It's so good. Um, and then we have a new Wagyu beef hot dog, so a, a really a specialty dog that has crispy onions, caramelized onions. Um, some um, parsley on top um, and a Dijonese sauce, like aioli over it. Um, so really, really good specialty hot dog. Um, and then we're also going to be doing, doing like loaded tater tots, um, more of those kettle chips. Yeah, like some of those fun um, you know, game day food. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And everybody should here in soda, so you can't miss that. Okay. Well, then everybody should also know that the original inspo will still operate in Fishers, even on Sundays. It's still open, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so everything is open that runs as, you know, as usual. Okay. Oh, we're so excited I, I for you. Important thing, I think an important thing to know, um, for like fans and for people coming is that I am going to be here for every step of the way. So, um, people will get to see me, get to meet me, get to taste my food, you know, me making it right away. So I think that's 
um, a really important part um, of it that people can come and see me and see me in my element and talk to me and ask me questions. And um, I think that's going to be one of the, you know, really fun pieces of it. Me too. Chef Kelsey Murphy, we are so proud of you and so excited for you. And again, this is uh, located just outside of Section 132 by the Crown Royal Blue Room. She is open for business on game day. A brand new ChefKelseyMurphy.com again for more information and more about inspo whether that's in fishers or at lucas oil stadium you'll find more there chef kelsey murphy you're awesome thank you so much and congratulations on your success thank you so much i really appreciate it and thanks so much for having me um yeah it's been awesome 11 45 we'll take a break on 93 wibc A very fun song, I feel like. This I is thought this was The Police, and it was not a one-hit wonder song. Mm, really? Yeah. 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 I thought it was The Police. N- no, and I've never... I, Yeah. Who Definitely a one-hit wonder group. It, Goatee? Goatee. G-O-T-Y-E. Gaudier? Gaudier. Gaudier. No. Go- oh, sure. <laughs> oh, no. I like it. Um, somebody did. that I used to know. And this is... I'll give a shout-out to our news guy, Parker Carlson. This is his shout-out for One Hit Wonder that he thought of immediately. It was a good one. Mm-hmm. He would know who, who the band is. Yeah, it... How to pronounce it. <laughs> I love it. Very fun song. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Hey, guys, thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, Terry Stacy, along with Kylan Talley. We're here with you for a few more minutes anyway. Just want to mention, if you're on your way to the Colts game, 50,000 fans are going to get for the shoe T-shirts today. What? For the season home opener. Mm-hmm. We sure are. Just wanted to let you know. <laughs> I got distracted just for a brief moment. I'm still checking on. I get so fascinated with the hurricanes. So I'm watching Hurricane or Tropical Storm Ian. You know, so many of us, Florida's like a second home. So whenever you hear something like this, it's about to happen or could happen. Mm-hmm. It's scary head. stuff. Well, I, most of Florida is in the, the cone. And it will change a few more times before midweek before they can really track that exact path. But this is the first one in four years that Florida could take a direct hit. The last one in 2018, Category 5, if you remember, Michael hit Mexico Beach. Michael has been retired from the hurricane names. So... Anyway, we'll continue watching that, too, and everybody's getting ready down there. And, uh, Kylan, I do believe, before we go, it is time for the first day food news. Oh, we're so ready to try it. Do it! We do have some reopening restaurants. Babies over on Talbot Street. It's a retro-style diner. It has your smash burgers, homemade desserts, mm. some shareable cocktails. Opening it's again? Reopening today, yep. they. I think they just redid the restaurant and gave it a new vibe, which is adorable. Much worth your <laughs> visit over there. And then a grand opening tonight for Natural State Provisions over on Dorman Street, just south of Michigan Street. She was been, she's been excited about this oh, one. Oh, the food there looks amazing. If you have Instagram, go check out the pictures of their food. What kind of food? You mean is it American cuisine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mostly American. I've seen a lot of burgers and just sandwiches. State Very provisions. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Interesting name. Yeah. They'll have DJs, face painting, vintage clothing, and then the good food all the way until 10 tonight. Okay. Grand opening. And then one to mark your calendar for. Grand opening on this Friday, Cineholic. They're custom gourmet cinnamon rolls. So, Ooh. like, if you like cinnamon, like me, oh, I could eat those all the time. Cineholic is just a more local of that. So, it's going to be the first Central Indiana market restaurant opening in Carmel. With just cinnamon buns. Yeah. Or cinnamon, cinnamon rolls. rolls. Yep, just cinnamon rolls. That sounds good. If you go on Friday with their grand opening, you can get them for $2 between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. And it is limited to two per person, which uh, sucks. But <laughs> yeah, get your cinnamon roll for $2. How much time do we have? We have a whole three minutes of time with you guys. I just want to mention, you know, tomorrow is a sad day for all of us and everyone all over the country that everybody's been watching Richmond Police Officer Sierra Burton and watching this journey, and tomorrow she'll be laid to rest. So we know that, and I'm trying to figure out what time to stand alongside of US-40. And I know that that's what my hope is, that there will be a large number of people that will come out and stand along this procession, which is from Richmond all the way here downtown on US-40, then what turns into Washington Street downtown, and then north on Illinois to Crown Hill Cemetery. What an incredibly long day. The funeral begins at 11 o'clock in Richmond. You know, that'll probably be a couple of hours. I'm trying to time it. I'm trying to figure it out. When do I go and stand out Mm -hmm. in Hancock County? I understand Greenfield Central High School and Greenfield Central Junior High School will be dismissed early tomorrow due to the funeral procession that travels through Greenfield on US-40. So it makes it difficult for the buses and drivers to get across that road as they're taking kids home. So they're going to be released at 1 o'clock tomorrow. So I'm figuring maybe for myself, maybe like 2 o'clock, I think maybe that the procession should get to Greenfield And then another half an hour before it gets downtown, moving very slowly again and stoplights and everything to consider. Not that there will be. There's no no stopping, but moving at a very slow clip. And officers from all over the country are coming for this procession and the funeral. So I've just been kind of watching and trying to figure out what to do. If you're like me in Hancock County tomorrow, I think I will probably start moving towards US-40 at about 2 o'clock, you think, maybe? About 2 o'clock, we'll go out that way and um, and certainly pay our respects as it is that solemn procession moves through. And uh, I do, But I do want to be there, and, and my hope is that, especially when she gets downtown, when the funeral comes downtown, that the streets will be lined as well, and then making her way up Illinois Street to Crown Hill Cemetery. Again, that's for the funeral procession for fallen Richmond police officer Sierra Burton tomorrow. Uh, I want to thank you all so much for joining us today. Kylan, thank you for your work, your hard work, and we will be back again next week. Can I give you guys a little little tease for what's coming next Please. week? Please. Oh, I'm so excited. What do you We're got? We're going to be talking Heartland Film Festival. She's excited. Hopefully some Broadway. And then Pinners Conference is coming up here soon. Oh, you would like that one. I oh. think you would, all of you Pinners. It's coming up. Yeah, that and more. We thank you again all so much for joining us. We've got today's top stories for you coming up next, 93 WIBC.